What's up, everybody? How you doing? And welcome back to another episode of Living Life Intently. I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast with Chef Brian Picard. Um, and if you haven't checked out his cookbook yet, make sure to go check it out. I've got one at home and I've been slowly going through the recipes. So, Jonathan, what's going on? How was last week? Last week was great. My mom loved it. Um, we've got some winter trips coming up. We were looking at talking about this week. Yeah. Yeah. We got the, um, Highlands trip coming up in about a month. We've got two spots left on the trip. So if anybody listening that has any interest in doing a multi-day snowshoe backcountry trip through the Cape Breton Highlands National Park, we cross over, uh, the two highest elevations in Nova Scotia, uh, heading from Inganish all the way to Shetty Camp. And, uh, we do four nights. Uh, four nights camping and then a night on either end, bookending the trip at the uh, Inverary Inn. So if you have any interest in doing a trip like this, you can head to our website, livelimetents.com. It's all on the main page. Um, we just have a small questionnaire you get to fill out to uh, so we can advise your experience level um, on this trip. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Other than that, we're just getting uh, stuff ready for the summer. That's as funny as that sounds. Who do we have today on the pod? Uh, today, we have none other than Mr. Bryson Striker Lions. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. So we are live from the Bell Tower at the Highlands Hostel in Cape North. We're here with Bryson Trek Alliance and Jonathan Canary. This is your host, Jonathan Canary. <laughs> 95.5 Fisherman's <laughs> FM. Fishing all night, drinking all day. Here's another one for you from ACDC. <laughs> so why don't you tell the folks what you're up to this afternoon, Bryson? Uh, today we got tons of snow. Woo! So uh, I was outside. I slept in a little bit. Ten o'clock, nine thirty, and then power went out. So I just went out and shoveled for four hours after I did the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Then what happened after that? <laughs> and then someone, my, my neighbor, showed up with a, a big tractor and pushed all the snow everywhere. And I just, <laughs> in like one minute. In one minute. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then you guys showed up right when I was done. It was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had, uh, we got about a foot of snow, Marguerite, uh, Blizzard last night. Uh-huh. Watched a pretty good film last night, eh? The, yeah. Uh, the uh, Alpinist. Yep. For anybody that's listening, uh, head over to, what was it, on Prime, I think? It was on Prime. I think it's also on Netflix. I can't remember. But um, yeah, head over and watch that. That's a pretty good documentary. Pretty What's true. not prepared for the heartbreak. No, no. We won't spoil it for you. But uh, but yeah, it was a very, very good film. I cried like a baby <laughs> last night. <laughs> but he's nuts. It's a guy from BC that does like um young guy that uh, is like a rock climber, but he does like mixed climbing. So he does like ice to rock. And like he got more into snow and then back to rock and then climbs up on a glacial mount and then climbs that switches over, puts his crampons on on the side of the mount. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. 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 He's doing stuff that was, um, uh, what's his name? Alex Honnold from Free Free Solo. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one. Well, he like some of the top like uh, uh, mountain or rock climbers and, and, well, climbers in general were, uh, dumbfounded about how how good this guy was he's pretty wild it's pretty epic and like no social media presence nobody knows who he is 
Nobody knew who he was. Nobody have, knew how to contact him. Didn't have own a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and the guys trying to make the documentary were uh, were like annoyed because they, they were like, yeah, we bought him a phone specifically so he could update us on where he's at so we could go out and film him. Uh, and disappeared just, for six weeks. God, six weeks. God. And they had to send the guy up in the mountains in, uh, in BC to try to find him. Yeah. To then be like, hey, can we film you doing this thing? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't really like cameras. It's not. It's not... His his idea was like it wasn't soloing a mountain if you have a film crew there with you. It's about being yeah. in the moment. Yeah, you guys better be here because I'm doing my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty wild. Huh. But yeah, we're here in Cape North. <laughs> yep. So uh, Bryson, for the people that don't know who you are, just give a because I've done multiple times where we've talked hey. about your story, but give a, give a brief overview. Brief view. Uh, Bryson Striker Lions. I'm actually 41 years old. That's nine years from 50. Uh, responsible for the 20th annual Attack at Andrew Bay, the longest downhill skateboard race in the world. Uh, ran downhill skateboard tours, coast to coast to coast, and uh, running a hostel with my family here in Cape North. Been flown around the world, announcing uh, probably almost 175 events in 20 years or something like that. So been all over the map, put on races in St. Lucia. And, uh, yeah, Whew. I'm, uh, four hours of shovel in the day and I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we met, uh, we met five or six years ago, probably. And I've told the story a couple times. Um, and I don't know if I told it on this podcast, but we, we met at a square dance in Southwest Marguerite. Um, <laughs> I, the, the camper van so if you guys are ever at the hostel the camper campers outside and that was pulled up at the square dance and i thought it was a food truck originally mm-hmm. and then i got in you had dreadlocks then yeah yeah and uh and then then about like two or three weeks later i was at tall guys um place for the hip uh their last concert yeah. and he was streaming it and the bus was there when i pulled up the driveway that was the first time, and then I heard that you bought this place, and and we did the documentary, obviously. Um, Woo! Up here, and we spent many, many a times here guiding, hiking trips, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, how did you find the? Um, how did you find moving here? Was it a big shift from what you're used to? I don't know. I just feel like I moved right in and uh, fit in, and I'm from a I'm from like a, a small country town city called uh, Williams Lake. And we're like the second biggest rodeo in Canada, so it's a tough town, um, top five toughest towns in Canada. And then uh, moved to uh, Pender Harbor, Sunshine Coast, so uh, herring fishing, halibut, salmon, all the good stuff, prawns. And so grew up in that fishing village, and then downtown Vancouver, uh, Pacific, and Thurlow for 20 years, and uh, then to Cape North, back into a fishing village, so... Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm a kama 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 chameleon. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice. No, it's great, man. I love it. I like the. Uh, I like how the harsh winters just beat your shit out of you. Are you allowed to swear on here? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like the winters how they beat the shit out of you, and the wind can take you up and blow you around, and just the pounding surf and the waves and just everything. It's hard on this side. I like this coast. It's harder. So hopefully, you think it's harder. I think it's harder for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just. I I don't know. It's just harder. What harder? Kind of- <laughs> <laughs> I what? see. I see. You mentioned the surf. Solana was up here surfing this year. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah, some I footage her. that I haven't released because it's not mine. <laughs> but I got it. So don't tempt me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who? I guess. Uh, 
one of the one of the guys out there with their drones caught some nice shots. That she's I really know. talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's great. So who she she was here working for you this summer, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Solana was working for a couple months, and she went out surfing every time, every day that she could down in Dingwall, and she loved Cabot's Landing. She was she was surfing Dingwall the whole time, but then she discovered Cabot's Landing was only seven minutes from here. And she was blown away by the break over there, too. So I don't think it's anything like every, you know, it's not a big surfer's destination here, but we got it. We got it. Yeah, interesting. Because yeah. there is one beach when you're heading up to White Point that I noticed. Uh, it's like a little cove right when you pass the, um, you turn off the Cabot Trail and you head up the coast. And right when you're at that end of the beach, there's like a little cove in there. And every mm-hmm. time I've gone by, I've never seen anybody surfing there, but the uh, the surf look for, to me looks good i know the spot you're talking yeah yeah it's yeah. looks good but yeah. i've never seen anybody there no, no no interesting but there is a couple guys that i know like logan landry's a pro server from halifax uh i think black brook is something that he said yeah. is one of his favorite spots to go surf yeah that's been in magazine surfer magazine and like there's there's been some exposure there but solana's kind of like you know i felt like she was breaking ground up here you know she's was up here for so long that she got to get the the flow of the waves and ride them when they're there yeah so yeah um it was pretty some of the footage that and the shots that she got and some of the waves it's just it's good it's nice that we have that little we have that too you know we got that too so you have a good year tourism wise yeah yeah i don't even know i just <laughs> <laughs> you know we just like people show up and we just have a good time every time and i light the fires i get the wood and uh, try to put on a bit of a show while I'm here and and give them a good time. Uh, but it's been steady. It was steady. Yeah. I think um, there was June. June was a bit slow. May, June was slow. July and then August. Yeah, July was pretty good. August was great. Uh, September was really good. And then October, we got slammed. October is always our busiest time. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, October this year was, uh, for us, was surprisingly busy. Even though there's not much going on. I mean, we just have, like, the campsites open. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but it was busy every weekend leading up right till, I think, like, the third third week. Excuse me, the, the last week in October? No. Anyways, third third or last week, fourth week. I can't remember now. But, yeah, it was busy. It was, and everybody, that's what I talked to uh, when I talked to anybody else around the trail that was in the tourism game. Yeah, October was a, a busy, busy, busy month. It's always the busiest yeah, it's always the busiest. Really? Yeah. For us, it's mostly July, uh, August. August is generally the busiest, I'd say. Yeah. And then September, it's just because everything drops off, like the the um, tubing. We do tubing. That's only open until the end of August. And Ooh. so once that drops off, then it's just camping. And then the big glamping tents come down in, like, second week. So there's not much going on in the fall, which is kind of by design. I pack everything yeah. into, like, two and a half months, three ever- months, and then, uh, and then do a bunch of shit that I want to do for the last yeah. couple months. Yes. But then come up here. Yeah. Oh, I want to. <laughs> How about uh, tubing, man? I can't wait to get down here. Why don't we? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you will. We've been talking about getting to Marguerite, but let's let's go over your tubing story from this summer. We almost died. Yeah. <laughs> so to preface this, uh, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, you messaged me about tubes and I yeah. sent them up with somebody that was camping with us and they're staying here, I think, the next night. Yeah. So I sent you a couple up and then. This summer, I think it was in July. Yeah, it was July, third week in July. I was leading a uh, guiding groups into Paul's Cove and then into Lowland Cove. And I stayed here uh, the night of. Those hikes were fucking crazy. We did like 60 some kilometers in one day. Yeah. And then ended up doing like, 
shit, what do we do? Like 20 or 30 the next day? It's fucked. <laughs> just fucked yeah going in to look at old foundations and stuff but anyways we can't you messaged me the night before and you said bring the tube we're going to tube the aspie yeah so oh, well i'm guiding a trip north but I'll, I'll see you after and then i got here at like nine and it was dark and uh, i saw patricia oh yeah like, you were here yeah yeah and we were still out there yeah she's like well the last time i heard from him was at like six o'clock and i don't know where he was at but he left around one and then i went to bed i woke <laughs> up and your boots were there and then you sent me all the i got out of the woods the next day and and, and uh and uh, me cove and you sent me all these messages and you're like yeah. fucking books yeah <laughs> you got back at like what 1 a.m it was we were on there for about it was 11 or 13 hours we we're out there struggling and it we ran out of beer right away <laughs> and i had to yell at dan he kept on wanting to quit it was dark it was dark and you could hear the water rushing so you know something's coming up and then bam you know you'd get something in the leg like you know a tree stump in the leg and then you'd be flipped around and then you got to go in there with your eyes closed and cover your eyes because the sticks are coming at your eyes and that's the word you know he's like i'm going i'm going he's freezing and i'm like get up let's go come on shut i was saying shut up shut up keep moving because he was like i don't know if we get to do that i don't know how you can do this shit man he's like i'm not good at this kind of shit like you know like so yeah we made it but i didn't actually feel the the shock until i i like got out of the water and we were waiting for a ride like that's when i was like whoa i don't know how much longer we could have made her like it was so dark out it was pitch black no moon and we didn't see the bridge till we were under the bridge like we didn't know every corner just kept on coming and and then it would be rocks and then you in the daytime you'd see the pools where you could get back in and and start tubing yeah but at nighttime it's just like it's a struggle slippery rocks it was <laughs> man it was bad yeah we i had fun but man i thought he was going to die i thought danny was dead freestyle x tube yeah well that's it I, you know what running tours we would we would tube every route in bc whatever race we're going to i'd take the the people and we go tubing hot springs so depending on what route it was that w- it would be the river that we'd ride so when i moved here i haven't done any of that so. yeah i don't i don't think it's as crazy as it is at west because at west from what i i hear from you and from other people is that it's bigger rivers much bigger rivers, oh yeah yeah much can, bigger water as big as you want yeah 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 so but we it's like what is it category three where some of them they're not that's it you could go bigger and crazier yeah 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 but yeah it was just yeah we don't yeah. get that here i mean the margarine like june maybe may june when all the uh when the highlands are melting uh, and the river's yeah. high it's fun to do it or after like a heavy rain yeah but, like where we do it is like very chill lazy stuff we yeah, had a good time kayak that's in the, nice the mar- kayak in the marguerite last spring yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a that's that was, my one of my favorite times to go is uh is when the freshets like everything's is melting and all the water is like ridiculously high yeah um and it's consistent for a while so you get big water and there's like uh, three or four spots that are big rapids um that's exciting eh? literally just after the bridges so you if you think of the marguerite river there's different sections of the river and we break it when we were kids it would be different runs between different bridges yeah. and they have different pretty much like uh, difficulty ratings i guess but the upper river is like the crazy one yeah. oh well that's yeah. i can't wait that's a fun i one. can't wait I, i'm coming <laughs> man i'm coming we're gonna figure it out yeah you know? we'll do the oh, whole i gotta figure it out because i gotta make sure we're not. We. I got someone to cover me while I go have fun, right? Like maybe your birthday next year. Happy October twelfth. 
<laughs> October? Yeah, I don't know. That's a busy time. <laughs> I don't that, know if you should be too in October. Yeah. It might be a little chilly, but yeah, you know, earlier, earlier. I want to get down there earlier. Yeah. June is June is good if it's warm. June's really good because the water's up high. July yeah. is usually like this year it rained the whole month of July. Um, August is pretty fun. However, it, it fluctuates every year, right? So the, the, it depends on the weather, the water, how much, how much rain we're getting. Like two years ago, those sections, like you're pretty much walk, like probably what you guys were going through there where you're walking yeah. through a lot of it. Yeah. Like Marguerite was like that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, some, well, we had 14 log jams and it was like, we were hitting them all. I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to go like right in the spring where it's ripping. But you know, I like just like, okay, let's go for it. Hit the jam and get out of it. And, but yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I like a little adventure, but I, yeah, it's dangerous. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but this is one of the rivers that I was always thinking whether or not it'd be a decent enough. Well, let's go do it again. Let's do her. Let's right, do her. Right. Yeah, let's do her. But I mean, it's going to take a long time. It's a good 11 hours at least. Well, I mean, you <laughs> okay, done, <laughs> sorted. Um, you, uh, what's your favorite season here when you're running the hostel? Like, what's the favorite? Oh, fa- man, it's so hard. Winter, winter has to be. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna fucking say it because I've always say, oh, you know, I like the fall and I like because it's the water's warm and the trees, and then I say summer, the beaches and everything, but it's winter. Yeah, nothing better than a fucking storm, four hours of shoveling, wind chimes blowing, and then, you know, like, go snowshoeing or skiing or Nordic centers, cross-country skiing. Yeah, I just love the, I love the winter. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm waiting for Ski Hunts Nordic to open up, hopefully. And yeah. I'll be up here a little bit more. Um, and then Ski Tonella, and I, I mean to hit that this year, because I haven't hit, uh, hit Tonella in, shit, a long time. Last time I was there, we were, uh. We were filming cross country skiers, and we were on snowshoes. How did that work? I, well, it was a whole day of snowshoeing, and then we went there. And I think like the last like f- you know kilometer, kilometer and a half, like getting back to the truck, I was like, "Boys, I'm gonna die! Like I'm gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> like somebody send the groomer up here to pick me up, please!" I can't but. wait to go there and experience that with the family, you know. The kids, they cross-country ski and snowshoe. Well, and then it's smoky this year that, that now we don't have to walk up the whole fucking hill. Oh, yes. Whoops. I can't wait. Cursed. I can't wait. Hey, gondola? Really? Yeah. We're spoiled rotten. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because last time, I, I remember being there and flipping one of the guys that worked there like 20 bucks yeah. to, to run me up on his snowmobile. Yeah, yeah. So he was like ripping me up at the top of the snowmobile and then hitting a couple of the back runs with powder. Yeah, you can hitchhike the helicopters too. <laughs> did he ever tell you guys the time that the i was gonna go for a helicopter ride and i was they, they had the they 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 picked the helicopter went up first of all i got the front seat but then i didn't fit and like how embarrassing right and i, <laughs> and I got into the front seat and scratched my full face helmet nice carbon fiber downhill skateboarding helmet i use for snowboarding cut a big gash right on there so then okay i went to the back and then I moved the one guy, he went to the front, and then now I'm trying to get the fucking seatbelt on. I'm like, <gasps> so we got everybody in there trying to click that seat. Click, we got it. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, yeah, yeah, this is my day. <laughs> Woo, I'm, I'm going. So then the helicopter goes up, and he goes, I don't know, guys, I think we got too much weight in here. He says, we got, we just gassed up, and I got the boot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Could you imagine, man? Like, I, what shameful I was. I looked at the, my toes on the ground. I walked back and I seen the groomer and I'm like, 
And they go, we'll give you a ride. So they hooked me up with a ride to the groomer. And then they, I got to the top of the hill, the chopper parked. and But I got they got a new chopper, and I fit in there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah! <laughs> Maddie oh. and Parker, hey, those guys are good guys. Mm, They're yeah, good fellows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were here one time after Smokey. The, uh, I, I forget what we were doing. Oh, it was the beer fest. Yes. And Wes, oh. Wes and I... Um, we were off filming some extra stuff, winter stuff for the documentary, and we ended up at Smoky. There was a beer festival there. The best. And then, and then Matt and Wes and I came back here, and we were jamming in this bell tower. Yeah. Yeah. And then Wes fell asleep on the kitchen table. <laughs> I did a helicopter ride a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a few weeks after we got the big rainstorm. Yeah. And we were filming a documentary for something for work. Cool. And, uh, yeah. So Maddie took us up in the helicopter to get some aerial shots because we couldn't get over with the drone. Oh, yeah. And uh, the wind was just crazy. And about 36 minutes in, he he's like, listen, guys, I, I don't think we should be up in the air. I'm going to take you guys back. And I think all of us were like, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got out, threw up everywhere. The, oh, yeah. The, the guy that was uh, one of the guys, Ardenong, he's a uh, fantastic cinematographer with us. And uh, I was like, man, how was that? He's like. I didn't talk the whole time because I was scared if I opened my mouth, I would throw up on the dashboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, oh, he was man. up front. Yeah. He was scared. He was scared. He was going to throw up on the instruments. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's funny. We were, we were driving over and we took the English town ferry because we were coming from Sydney and I was watching the ferry bounce up and down. And I said, Oh man. Uh-huh. He said, what? I said, oh, I'm just, I'm, lo- I'm gonna get sick looking at that fairy. Oh no! And then we ended up in the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Did I ever tell you guys a story about the time I made a helicopter crash? What? Oh, no, I never. Yeah, heard you this guys one. should go to Lanyards. Go to YouTube, Lanyards helicopter crash. No. And also go to YouTube and go maybe uh, type in when vacations attack. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And then when vacations attack, uh, helicopter, Colorado helicopter crash. Uh, it was on Buffalo Bill. And I was announcing this race. Oh, I, I should tell you guys. No, I'm not going to go there. All right. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm going to jump into a revenge story, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I got bumped up with somebody. I'm not going to say it because he, he might be listening. I used this toothbrush on my ass. Who cares? I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I got him back up, fucker. So anyways, so I'm announcing this race, and uh, I'm on scaffolding almost as high as this bell tower, uh, maybe a little lower, but all of a sudden there's this helicopter filming the the race, and it was on Buffalo Bill where they got his graveyard, and the riders, big. they got a double-barrel shotgun. They shoot at the top of the hill. All the racers go down. And this helicopter's filming. So I'm just, I'm announced. I'm just joking around. I'm saying, I don't know where the helicopter's from. I go, well, that TV's here. We got a helicopter. Everybody, look at the helicopter. And I'm pointing. And everyone's looking. And I could see the camera guy in the seat pointing down at me. And, he, and then I, the helicopter starts coming down towards us. And I'm like, we gotta ha- get your carriage. We got a helicopter. It's beautiful day today. And anyways, like he gets lower and lower, and I, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, maybe if he's lucky, maybe if we're lucky, we'll see a crash. And as soon as I said, we'll see a crash, he like spins, and riders are going. He goes over the road. The riders are racing down, and he like. 
hits the side of the mountain with his nose and the back end like snaps off the tail <laughs> and rocket jet fuel starts pouring out the back and then the the like the blades are going <laughs> and I thought it was going to start turning and rolling down to where I was I was like a school bus away from the thing where it where it hit Whoa. yeah and like I'm like and I, I'm I announce a lot of races right and I I know a good opportunity when I see one right so I was like it's gonna blow but I was also <laughs> but I was also like feel i was like i was like scared too so it was like it was real but i was like yeah this is awesome and when the, it was like so those blades were hitting like rocks and sparking all i could see was i all i could see is ex- rambo right like big time rambo three helicopter explosion so people i'm going it's gonna blow and people are jumping off the garter hills over the cliffs and rolling and scattering and then uh yeah so anyways no one died and Whoa. yeah, no one died. And then vacations, that's the story on when vacations attack is they have, uh, like it's a TV show on vacations where stuff goes terribly wrong, but no one dies. So we were on that footage. I, I got all the footage off the hill. Like I, the cops, all, as soon as, as soon as everything shut down, the army was there. The Jesus. army, lawyers were giving out cards. Cops were trying to get the footage. I smuggled all the footage off the hill. I was putting camera guys in cars and telling them to hike up the hill. And like, I, like, no way I was going to, we had, this is gold. And, <laughs> hey, like, and uh, yeah, so anyways, it was crazy. I remember the army guy going, cut him, cut him. Cause I was just still going off. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to cut me. And, uh, yeah, man, that was a good one. Oh wow! What so, was that? What was the helicopter for? What were they doing? Were uh, they, I guess they were just getting shots. They part of the race? I get not part of the event, but they knew the event was going on. So, yeah, no, uh, we were on the news and everything. So, yeah, Google like it was like Lanyard's helicopter crash, or and you could find the actual show that we're on with interviews. It's called When Vacations Attack, and it was in Boulder, or it was in Colorado. So, Buffalo Bill downhill blood spill. Well, I got I got to say is like when we were when Maddie was flying and the wind was gusting through that that through Inganish Ferry yeah. there. It's like you know when you're in a prop plane and you're about to land and it drops five ten feet oh, and yeah, then it yeah. drops again and then it yeah. drops again. That's how it was doing the whole time. Oh, and he man. was so chill about it. Oh. He did. He was so chill about it. Oh. You know, we were all shitting our pants. He's trained. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, he's a navy. He's a navy pilot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, he's trying yeah. to land on the Atlantic Ocean. We talked about how mighty it was, and <laughs> the, the aircraft carriers going, <laughs> and he's got, and he's landing on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then actually he would he was training people. So to shout do out that. to Brett Air for keeping us alive. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie Parker, yeah. Get your arses up here, guys. Oh yeah, well I mean that's that's my my helicopter story pales in comparison to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I yeah, I've never seen a helicopter. I brought it down. I can't that one. I brought it down. I mean, I was just going to talk about, you know, being, you know, in a helicopter and go from Mexico with no doors on it, yeah. but that's pretty much it. <laughs> like uh, seatbelts, full metal jacket style. Yeah, well, going. It was my very first helicopter ride. I was probably like nine. No, I might it would have been twenty one or twenty twenty one. And I went down. I was I got a contract with this company, this dive company out of Louisiana. So I spent two weeks doing training in uh, New Liberia, and then we got shuttled down to Port of Fushan 
and I got on a uh, this is where the the river delta is in the in the uh, Mississippi Mississippi River Delta comes out. And um, anyway, we get in a helicopter in Port of Fushan, and uh, if you, if you, if you want to the the epitome of redneck like southern the the generalization of a southern redneck that you see kind of like pictures everywhere. That's what you see down in, in Fushan, this part of Louisiana. And anyways, this pilot walks out and he's ex-military and he's got like shorts, pair of sneakers on. And, uh, you know, the, the, the classic, uh, aviator pilot glasses. And, uh, we jump in this thing and goes, yeah, I'm going to take you boys and me and another guy from Halifax. And I'm gonna take you boys out to this rig. I was like, okay. And we're heading out to a diving vessel offshore <clears throat> and so we get in this helicopter it's like a four-seater doors wide open i'm like yeah do we do we get to shut these doors and this is my first helicopter and he goes no 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 it's nice nice weather it's perfectly calm it's good to go so we leave the doors open and we're ripping and he, he gets elevation and then he dips he goes you guys want to have some fun i go yeah oh, he goes no. okay and he goes whoop, lowers the elevation and starts ripping around all these platforms because on the coast, just short off the coast, there's all these, there'd be like multiple platforms, multiple wells, um, like oil rigs and stuff that are set up in the, in the shallow water. And he's ripping around these things and up and down. And oh, then we get wow. out to the boat and land on the boat. And I spent three months in that boat. But that's, I mean, I've been to multiple helicopters, but um, yeah, that was the very ripping. first one. That was a fun one. Yeah, because the rest of them, you're just in like in Newfoundland and Cougar and you're fitting like 25 people in this fucking helicopter. Whoa. Cursed again. Sorry. Wow. And, yeah, it's not uh, you're hanging out with me, is it? <laughs> you're, 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 uh, yeah, your fuck count is going up today. Yeah. Like, you might, you might reach last week's episode. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time Lee swears, have a sip of your beer. Um, yeah. So, in the big cougar helicopters, which is just uncomfortable, they're just big old, you know, workhorses to ship people out to, uh, offshore installations, but. But yeah, man. But yeah. Do you feel the wind up here in the old bell tower, the Highlands House uh, bell tower? No, you guys got this thing sealed up pretty tight. Yeah. You didn't feel a shake a bit? A little, yeah. I felt a little shake. Yeah, but yeah. I, the storms I, up here. I also feel like a, it's a nice temperature up here. Yeah. Well, if that yeah. door was open, we'd get more uh, more of that wood heat. I like it. I'm in a t-shirt. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. You guys are here. Listen, we were curious to huh? ask you about, you know. How you're getting along in the community here? How thing, you know what I mean? Being involved with the community, making friends, things like that. Yeah. Did you did you have like an uh, when you first moved here? Was it easy to integrate within the community, meet people as somebody uh, coming from away? I it's it was pretty natural. Yeah, it was pretty natural. Um, <clears throat> I don't like go to anyone's houses and drink. You know that's that's the best thing you gotta do is you don't you don't go out and party at everyone's houses because I guess you know sooner or later you, you know things you get drunk and there could be fights eh so you know <laughs> if you just yeah just mind your own business <laughs> shut up and mind your own business and uh, you know do community work and and uh, help out in the community it's been we yeah they they really. Welcome us with open arms. The, this this whole community is unreal. When COVID first hit, we dumped every last penny into uh, this bell tower, and it was pretty much the last piece that we needed to like you know like we did work from the ground up. So we dumped every last penny in the bell tower, and then COVID hit, and nobody knew our situation and where we were, and uh, but we were actually pretty hurting and it was shut down so no money was coming in and then all we go outside and there'd be like there was a turkey with like a full turkey dinner you know a box of 
a box of stuffing, cram, a can of cranberry sauce, a, a bag of onions, a bag of potatoes, a full-on turkey, a bottle of wine, you know? And then I'm like, whoa. We're like, whoa. And nobody knew our situation. We didn't tell anybody our situation. And, and you know, like, and then, then the next day we go outside and then there was, again, another turkey, you know, <laughs> with all the fixings. And then, you know, like, stuff for the kids. And then, it, it like, the list... I, I got. I kept the list because it was unbelievable. The amount of love and gift cards for the gas station, gift cards for the store, um, and you know, money and and like one thing that stuck in my mind the most was you know uh, most of the car. If there was, a, we don't know who any of like we don't know where any of this came from. And, oh really? Yeah, and it was always it was nothing was signed. It was just left at our door, and I think that was a you know there some cards were. Like pay it forward when you can, you know. Like that was that that was what it was. And I grew up in communities and small villages too. But this was, it never felt. I know what family and community means now. That that's what like Cape Breton Island and Cape North, and that's that's what like this area has taught me is community and family. So it was, uh, yeah. I just I'm blown away. I'm blown away. They they fed us. They took care of us, and they wrapped us around their arms and <laughs> and kept us warm in the winter. Like that's so. I guess uh, I, that right there just shows you that yeah, we, they know that we've been welcome. But that's really beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 real, right? It's real. I'm sure not everyone likes me, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll help you. Like I'm a good guy. I'll, I'll do. You're a can. pretty likable guy. You know, I'll, I'll you're pr- you're pretty good at, at decorating a Christmas tree. I'll, I'll put it that oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is that tree? It's still well, twenty feet. Yeah. twenty feet. Yeah. So, and then we cut it when we got it in, and we moved it to the side. So it's probably nineteen fiber. Yeah. I still remember the first. So for the people listening. Uh, yeah, he's got a 20-foot tree in his house that is literally touching the roof. Or Cape North Pole. This is where Santa... <laughs> this is Santa's hostel. You've got some good... Hostel! Hostel! Did Bad Santa come out this year? Oh, yeah, Santa. Sad Santa. Not Sad Santa. It's Bad Santa. Bad Santa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bad Santa came out. It actually didn't come out... New Year's, because Tipsy Eve got canceled, all the crap, eh? But... New Year's, we had the wild, wild dogs. We had the wild dogs come up and a Davian Sky and the whole crew. We're missing Alec. God rest Alec, man. He's gone. He's in there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So then everyone went to bed and about 4.30 in the morning, bad Santa, he went out and did some Christmas caroling. So he went all the way up to that church up there and went all the way to that light way over there. We're, we're like, I'm sure these guys from the bell tower, everybody at home. And way over there, that light there, and I had, um, we got this new, like, karaoke machine with lights, and it's awesome, and it's like, <laughs> it's like a suitcase, you could drag it, so I, Santa was dragging it all around there with a sack full of <coughs> presents, and a few beer, and sung Christmas carols, one each at all the houses that I could, could get to. At four in the morning. Yeah, four thirty or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full on Santa, you know, like like Chris Kringle. It was awesome. So I try to do that every year, and it's it's a nice thing, you know. I don't know, has that been lost in society? Is are people still singing Christmas carols? I love that. You know, I I just it's it's bringing back the old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the the two that was still awake, I asked them to come with me, and they 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 had to get up early, so they went to bed. It was Brandon Toner and his old lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were they were coming, but they I don't know that. And then I just left by myself. So or Santa, Santa, Santa. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but we're we're a Christmas hostel. We're definitely come here in December if you want to and let, let me know because santa he comes at different times he listen play- the next next year the christmas leprechaun's coming up <laughs> sing away, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm coming up and singing away yeah. right on yeah. let's do it usually tipsy eve right because well we yeah. could we could leave around 1 p.m and we could go and sing all these houses down here and then we can go down over there in courtney road sing down there and make our way down to the the party love down, that the fire hall love yeah. that so it'd be yeah, it's a fun thing. Two days before Christmas, but uh, always got something on the go. <laughs> Don't got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it's getting darker here. We're in the uh, the Highlands House of Bell Tower. We can see Tenerife behind you guys there. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't uh, take any pictures of you guys. I should probably take a couple. That's pictures. all. But um, it's all good. But Tenerife man, it'll be busy up there to, or windy up there today. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I was up there in some pretty, pretty windy conditions. My mom told me she listened to last week's episode today. Ooh. Oh. Oh, what she oh, say about God, swearing? Man, she oh, say? she said it was great. She uh, really yeah, it. I had somebody else that messaged me today um, and said the same thing. She said they, she listened to it this morning and said it was uh, pretty half decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some good yeah. questions. It's funny yeah. because sometimes I listen to them and I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> cringe uh, and i mean that's probably like everybody gets uh, probably hates listening to their own voice um and it probably i analyze overanalyze it a little more than others I'll put it that way well i love it i love hearing my voice because i i used to just announce and race it all the time and now you guys got me i can hear myself i'm on a mic <laughs> I love it. I miss it. It's been a long time. Getting so. flashbacks of the helicopter. Yeah. Thanks for this, you guys. It's fun. Hey, it's it's fun doing these things. Yeah, it has been fun. Podcasts. We've, we've, um, yeah, we've been having a pretty good time doing them. Um, and uh, the last couple of years, this, I mean, this winter, we got some, some fun guests lined up for uh, the next couple months. Still confirming some others, but yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun winter. Something to do in the wintertime, right? Because it's pretty slow. For me, It's it's like yeah, I mean, the winter is just planning and preparing for the summer. I think it's great, too, that we can take all of these fascinating businesses and people that we know and showcase them and have a little conversation. And you know what I mean? Mm. So we got uh, we got this new thing that uh, rapid fire. Yeah, there you go. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? Oh, yeah. This is something we're going to do every every week. So, we're going to put you on the spot a little bit. I love that. Wait okay, to... sorry. I'm just taking photos here. Do <laughs> <Are> you hear? <laughs> All right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Live life intense. Rapid fire. We're rapid fire. And of all drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, what's your favorite drink? Oh, man. The first thing that came to my mind was pomegranate juice, but I don't know. <laughs> I've never bought the shit. <laughs> okay. When are you the most productive? After a snowstorm. Yeah. I, I guess at night, man. I guess at night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% at night. Yeah. yeah. It's like you go you in the evening, fucking, there's like one story from the Highlands Hostel, and you wake up at like 7 a.m., and there's like 800. Oh, well, you know it. Yeah. And like, the speaker's corners. Yeah. By the time everyone goes to bed, I'm, that's when I do my social media and my emails and 
depends who's gone to bed at what time, but it could be late nights. And yeah, and the speaker's corner. That was a. Uh, I enjoyed listening and watching those this summer. Put yeah, on. Highlands Hostel Speaker's Corner <laughs> or Highlands Hostel Santa's Corner. <laughs> Yeah, are you 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 haven't done one? Oh, 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 hostel. Yes, yeah, we did one. We did one. We did one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good time. No, oh, that's cool. It's it, it it's like signing a guest book. It's like, uh, yeah, and then it helps me remember our guests. Do you, do you save them all? Yeah, they're all saved. Uh, amazing. You know, so it's really yeah, it's really cool. And like when Davy and Sky first came here, you know, and now you know, whatever, four years later, five years later, I get to see people grow up and everything. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's it's good for me for memories. It's like signing our guest book, really. Yeah, that's pretty. It's amazing. And then eventually we'll take the best ones. Hit all me up. All right, Luke. You know Luke Noonan. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And you know Taylor. Yeah, oh yeah, Taylor. And you know Alec. Oh, yeah. All right, fuck, Mary, kill. Luke, <laughs> Tear, Taylor, Alec. Nobody's going to know who they are listening to this. <laughs> Luke. People people are going to be like, who? Taylor or Alec? Fuck, so, fuck we, Mary, we, we kill. Should, we should probably, we should probably. Oh, fuck, uh, Mary, kill. I oh, well, we should probably explain this for the people that. Yeah, because I have no idea. Don't, don't know. Okay. Not not the fuck Mary Kill part, but the who these people are. So, so Luke Taylor Alec, friends of the pod, um, come on some come on a lot of hikes with us. They're up here all the time. Luke's the other big guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And man. Taylor's his buddy. Yeah, oh, I was thinking maybe Taylor because I could eat him if I had to. But Luke's a big guy too. <laughs> <laughs> so who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? Oh God. Man, what do we? Well, me and Alec, what we went skinny dipping together. Oh, that <laughs> so, sounds like a fuck to me. Oh, fuck you, Alec, you <laughs> wild dog. And then what's the other two? Mary, Mary, and kill and curl. Well, I'll kill the big guy Luke because he's big. And if we had to, like, if I if I, if I was Tenerife and I couldn't get back and he was frozen and I had to eat, he'd be the one. And then <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, Taylor, he's my son. Like another funny story behind that, but yeah, he's my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd marry him. All right, summer or winter? Oh, winter. I can't believe I'm saying it. Yeah, it's, I guess it's winter. Who is your biggest inspiration? Who is my biggest inspiration? Or, or even just who inspires you? You guys are going to think it's a self-centered. But, no. Uh, I, me. <laughs> ah, I like I that. I inspire me, man. Like, if, if I'm, like, doing stuff and creating stuff and it makes people happy and, yeah, it... Yeah, I kind of inspire myself. What's your favorite number and why? Number 14, Theron Flurry. Calgary oh. Flames, man. Yeah, 5-4 against the grain. Shoot and scores. <laughs> and the last one, what is your favorite type of cake? Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. Um... My mom used to make an upside down pineapple turnover cake. I haven't Whoa. had it in a long time. So, so is that just a right side up cake? Then? It's an upside down cake. I don't even know. But that probably that or carrot cake with lots of icing. Lots or, of or icing. Lots of icing. Yeah. Ois. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That was a great that was a great rapid fire. Yeah, it was a yeah, good rapid yeah. fire is awesome. You guys yeah. are fucking cool. <laughs> hey. Live life intense. It was uh yeah, it was it was a good fun addition. I mean it's it's uh it's a blast doing those and you just throw some random questions and see what comes out at the other end, right? It gives me goosebumps. I got goosebumps all up my guts, my arms. 
Gut bums, yeah. Gut bums. Okay, well, we'll wrap this up. And anyways, tell people how to get a hold of you, how to follow you, all the stuff. All right. Well, we are at the top. We're at the I'm Bryson Lyons. And we're at the top of the Highlands at the uh, Highlands Hostel here. You can get a hold of us through Facebook, uh, Highlands Hostel, Instagram, Highlands Hostel. You can call us, 902-383-2371, 902-383-2371. Give us a call. Um, but, yeah, we're at the top of the famous Cabot Trail. So we're up here. It's We're 60 feet above ground here in the Bell Tower. You can't miss us. And You're open all seasons? We're open all seasons, four seasons, yeah. Yeah. So epic fires. Epic. Yeah, we got epic fires, epic times, epic people. We only have good people coming through here. Love that. Yeah. So that's the only way. We're on the Cabot Trail. You can't miss us. Cape North, Cape North Pole. Big church. We're an old church. It's like we're going to be a hundred years. This church can be a hundred years old soon. Huh? Really? Yeah. It's we got. I think we're six years away or something from hundred years old. Wow. So we got to do some kind of podcast. Yeah, we'll come, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back and do a podcast for the hundred year. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, read right on. And then it's at Highlands Hostel or the Highlands Hostel. Yeah, at Highlands Hostel for Instagram, and then at Highlands Hostel for Facebook. Yeah, that's how you can find me there. So find yes. us, and we're yes. a family run business. We have all kinds of families coming through here, and we get uh, everybody. Am I wheezing? <laughs> <laughs> And if you got extra turkeys, you can just drop them right on the front door. Yeah, oh yeah, because <laughs> everyone loves a Traeger. Hey, how about those guys? Vintage stove hooked us up with a Traeger. Traeger grill. Yeah. yeah. Go away. So we used that. They said, hey, just they said borrow it for the, the summer, but I still got it. Ooh. And and like the stuff I've been cooking on that thing. People bring meat, bring meat to the hostel and it's, we'll we'll hook you up. And the Traeger's the pellet. Smoke, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I said I don't want that thing. If you guys are cutting down old growth forest, like I don't want anything to do with it. But apparently they they have they have trees that they grow, and it's like cherry the, wood and um, apple wood, and it smokes. It, and do, do you have the app on your phone? That could, does it have? Yeah. The, it has the app, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah we can one. sit by the wood stove and. What's a? Yeah. It's a grill. It's a smoker. It's a broiler, and it's a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I love it, man. It's like it really makes everything restaurant style. Like everything's like pizza, bam, hot dogs, like better than you've ever had. Hey, remember you said that the RV reminded you, like, hey, that thing's selling food. We used to sell hot dogs, and you know what? We used to sell hot dogs at races just because we were trying to make a little extra bucks. And we'd get the Walmart hot dogs, and we'd put two of them. Well, we'd put them all in a big thing and make them... Like, boil them? Yeah, boil them, because then they get bigger, right? They get nice and thick. So if you came and we call it Cherry Park Dogs, and I have a menu. And <laughs> so if you want a Cherry Park dog, it's like five bucks, and you'd get two big water-soaked wieners on a piece of white bread with whatever <laughs> cheese you want and all the fixings. Hey, yeah, and then and then if you want the combo, it was serious. If you want the combo, it was eight bucks, and it was wiener juice soup that we'd get from rainwater off the top of the RV. <laughs> so we're selling it, man. We're selling it. I love that. So, oh my god, we're gonna have some kind of food here one day. I love cooking too much to you know. So even do it once a week. Yeah, open something up once a week, yeah. like every Saturday or whatever. It's a big thing. Or yeah, something. Or... I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, but I gotta feed people. We gotta. Everyone closes around. People want food, so 
I think we need to get like a tiny little shack that we can get to pass whatever code that you need to get past. And well, the um, uh, I just saw a video where Twinella has uh, they built a, like another building with it's it's like a communal cook building with the, oh. they got a green egg in there. I think it's it might just be a green egg. But anyways, it's a communal. It's just a building. Build it like your, yeah. your chicken coop, just a tiny little building with a whatever and well, yeah. Something. Do a big stew. Just throw a stew on there, man. Yeah, stew it. All right. Well, Highland Hostel on all yeah. socials. Yeah. Live life intense on yeah. all socials. Yeah. We're here with Bryson. It's yeah. me and Lee. We're signing out, baby. That's it. All right, you guys. Hey, everybody. Take care. And hey, be safe and have fun. Well, that's it, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that podcast as much as we enjoyed making it. It was so much fun catching up with Bryson in the Bell Tower. And if you're ever in Cape North, in Northern Cape Breton Island, make sure you hit up Bryson and Patricia at the hostel. It is probably the best spot to stay while you're in Northern Cape Breton. And it is so close to so many amazing hiking trails. With that said, uh, we've got a five-day snowshoe trip that we mentioned at the start of this podcast. Again, if you have any interest in doing any of these multi-day trips, uh, just head over to the website and check it out. This one is a five-day, four-night backcountry snowshoeing and camping trip leaving on uh, February 21st. All the information is on our website, livelifeintense.com. Next week, we're back with a great podcast. Stay tuned to find out who it is, and we'll see you then. Peace.